I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. Alright, so everybody, welcome back to the value pack. Uh, we got a lot of things we're going to talk about today, and we're, we have a super awesome special guest with us today. We're going to be introducing him later on today, but you already probably know who he is if you read titles. Um, but first things first, we got to get some drama out of the way, unfortunately. Um, long story short, we're not going to be posting on Reddit anymore. Uh, I know a lot of people find our content through Reddit, and they like to know uh, through Reddit when we're up, uh, uploading, but not going to happen anymore. Uh, I'm not going to get too into the reasons why, just know that it's not going to happen anymore. Um, but the good news is, uh, first of all, we have a Discord now. We have a community Discord. You can find that in the, the uh, description down below. Also, we're recording at 12:30 uh, a.m. for me, so if I'm a little slow or jumbled on my words, please excuse me. Um, but we have a community Discord. You can find it in the description down below. Join it, and uh, we're trying to build a bit of a community there. Uh, I'm going to be trying to ask uh, some questions to the community every now and then, just to get people's uh, opinions on things. And we also want to do like uh, community events later on, like tournaments or just whatever kind of we feel like. Maybe a night where we literally all just hang out and voice and just argue over things civilly, you know, like civilized people, you know, um, probably not possible, but, and then also Frosty finally got the, uh, RSS feed working. Final. What? <laughs> so you can also find that in the, uh, the description of the video. I'll put it there as well. Um, but yeah, so to everybody who was relying on Reddit to know when we were uploading, uh, sorry. Um, subscribe. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Uh, subscribe and or join the Discord, because those are the only two ways that you're going to know if we have uploaded now. Uh, I will be posting in the Discord every single time I upload another episode of the Value Pack, and I will also post in the Discord every time we need to update you guys on, like, if there's any delays, or if there's not going to be an episode for whatever reason. Uh, so that way we can get that out to you guys, because I don't Twitter. I hate Twitter. Look, I'll, I'll try to... I mean, I'll probably sneak it on Reddit sometimes here and there just to kind of see if I we can fish some new people, new listeners, and remind people that may have listened before and lose track. Um, but yeah, that part's kind of hard. So Discord or... Uh, so I set up a feed burner, put it up on SoundCloud, and I'm going to submit it to iTunes and Google Play Music as soon as... I get a, uh, I don't know, you have to go through a process the first time on iTunes, um, but it should be easier to search for. And once you have the feed burner link, it's, it's literally just a link you can put into any podcast app. And once you have it in there, it's just subscribed and automatically downloads to whatever app you use every single week, or you can set up notifications depending on apps and yada, yada, yada. So anyone who's used a podcast app before will kind of figure that out it's it's pretty simple we'll put that all i'll have a whole post put up on discord um and it was in that original reddit post which is gonna remain up thankfully and then uh 
surprisingly. Yeah, we'll we'll put it in the YouTube video too, a link to everything in YouTube. So it'll be accessible some way or another. Yep. So um just subscribe. Subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on you know, whatever uh podcasting app that you're using or, you know, SoundCloud. Uh, I'm still going to be manually uploading them to CastBox because they have some weird claiming thing that they do. And I don't know how that works if we try to upload it twice. I don't know enough about the app to know what happens there. So I'm just going to keep manually uploading there. It's not like it's a big deal anyway. So if you're already subscribed on CastBox, you don't have to worry. Nothing's going to happen. or uh, Nothing's going to change for you. It's going to be exactly the same. Um, But yeah, so that does it for that. And the next thing we got to do is get into the comments. And I just realized I only opened half of the comments. Because while our Reddit post got taken down, some people were still able to comment before that happened. Oh, right. You do have... There's two Reddit posts. Well. Well, I'm not going to read the comments from the one you made. <laughs> no, that one probably is not a good idea. I, no, I wouldn't no, read no. that one. That one gets filed, no. man. People on Reddit were being people on Reddit, you know, standard stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh you know what? We we've been starting with the Reddit comments. Since this is the last time we're probably gonna be reading Reddit comments, at least for the immediate future. We'll do that last. So we'll start with uh YouTube first. Okay. Um Jonathan Smith says add Ranger slash Archer to the list of topics. Keep up the good work, guys. Great listen for my drive to and from work from Drug Candy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. We gotta get we have to get a good archer who's passionate about archer, which of which I know zero. I actually don't know anyone that loves archer that plays it, but um, there's definitely rangers out there, and we definitely need a little bit more opinion on those two classes. Um. They're interesting classes and into I don't know they're so different too. So yeah, I agree. We got to talk about archer and ranger a little bit more. We kind of they get lost a little bit in the shuffle. For sure, for sure. Also, if you join the Discord, I'm gonna keep plugging that through this entire podcast. If you join the Discord, we have a specific channel set for you to uh, suggest topics for us. So if any of you guys have topic suggestions and Maybe for whatever reason you don't want to post it on YouTube, uh, or you want to double post them in YouTube and in Discord, you can go to the community Discord and post it in that channel. So, excuse me, uh, Sunshine Senpai says, Sorks can be pretty hard to play fluently, but once you reach the skill level, they are nearly unstoppable, especially against their counter classes. Good video, by the way. Uh, what do you mean, unstoppable? Yeah, like Frosty... The... Yeah? You can't BS on this one. <laughs> okay, listen, Sork has an insanely high skill ceiling. Like, once you start getting close to that skill ceiling, it, it really is a ridiculous class. Like, it's hard to beat. Yeah. It, well, in what context? You mean, like, 1v1? I mean, overall... I mean, like, a really good Sork is good in Node Wars, they're good in small scale, they're good in 1v1, like, sure, they're good sure. at everything. In Node War, like, large scale Node War, I don't think they're really hard to kill, because they're kind of, I mean, if you're stuck flexing against them, I can see that. But, like, in, <laughs> yeah, the, in the ball, it's they're effective and, and stuff, but they're not, like, hard to kill, particularly in, in the ball. 
Well, the good news is, is if you see see them, like they're pretty easy to kill, right? Because they're a fairly squishy class. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're good. I I have no I have no. There's no part of me that thinks that Sork is not in a cool spot right now. It's it's a great class, and you can be really good at it. And if you practice and learn every other class, you definitely are capable of killing anybody in this game, no, regardless of their class. So yeah, Sork's Sork's cool. I don't, I wouldn't call it overpowered though personally and you just got banned from the sork discord all right moving on uh, <laughs> yeah no that was uh, in support of the sork discord they want me to say that we're underpowered oh wait no i said we can beat anyone never mind you're right i'm banned yeah that's what i'm saying you just got banned from i'm the out sork. you said you, you said you have no complaints you just got banned yeah. brother what about mystics that magic dp ah. <laughs> uh nom noms noms fatty kitty says i fail stack on your mums ps nice episode could you please do a discussion on the xbox one bdo and the bdo pc version differences uh yeah one's the old version of the game and one's the new one <laughs> done no, no 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 you can't say that the correct answer is one is the old version of the game and one is the slightly newer version of the game that's, that's still true. not new yeah. Because the only new version of the game is KR. One is infinitely behind, the other one's attempting to catch up. <laughs> but struggling constantly. Yeah. Um, um I haven't played the Xbox one, so I can't I can't speak to it. I am I know it's like the original six classes, I believe, right? Yes. And they're pre awakening and they have I don't even know, are they just Calpheon or do they have Medaya? No, they don't have Medaya. It's it's just Calpheon, Serendia, and Balanos. Yeah, so it's the start of the game. And there's yeah, it's literally just a, a restart. I mean it's basically BDO vanilla right now. Uh at the moment anyway. Yeah. And they have plans to add all that stuff later. Are they pay to win? Uh I don't know. Actually. Also, how do you AFK? Like, do they AFK fish and stuff on the Xbox? I don't even know. I have to look this I up was, myself. I was told that the BDO Xbox version was very different in how, like, AFK life skillings are done. But I don't know how true that is. And I was also told that quite a while ago now. Like, before the launch actually happened. So, so the, the, I don't know. The Xbox version isn't mining Bitcoin for Pearl Abyss? Like ours? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Okay. That makes sense. Um... I don't know. I we don't know enough about the BDO Xbox version. It's basically just a fresh start. They'll get caught up eventually. Well, I won't say caught up. They'll get more content eventually. Eventually, just not right now. Save up your silver for three years. One day you'll be able to buy Vel's heart directly from the market. Okay. Yeah, it'll be sitting there. Oh, uh, they already have the new marketplace though, Frosty. That's one thing that was different. What? That's weird. Yeah, they got the uh, central marketplace already. At least that's what I was told what by somebody who was playing start. it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, Alex Martin says, I'm glad I saw your channel. Very enjoyable to watch. Frosty's intro piqued my interest as well. What commentary is that? Would be interested to watch if that's still going on. So what that, uh, that intro bit is, is from the official Kakao Games, uh, or whatever. Uh, Prelibus, I forget who sponsored it. It was Kakao, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that one was Kakao, yeah. Yeah, the official Kakao 3v3 uh, tournament. 
me, Frosty, and our good friend Krista, who is no longer with us, and by that I mean he <laughs> went on and has an actual life now and doesn't Yeah, play that this sounded game. terrible. Our poor ninja friend. <laughs> he got a real job. He actually has a real job with real friends and a real wife, and so he doesn't play BDO anymore. Um, yeah, the three of us signed up for the tournament, and that was a really crazy play that Frosty had that was entirely on the fault of the enemy three uh, players. Yeah. Because um, none of them the were commentary, uh, none of them were blocking. The commentary was uh, Doctor Positive, who does the BSL. Him and Good Vibes guy, and they, uh, yeah, they saw me. I mean, literally three a Valkyrie, a Warrior, and a Striker got caught by Crouching Wolf. Is is really which sad. should not happen. It should. Never you know what? Happen. We'll just we'll just play it right now. Here, I'll just play the the clip for you right now. Boom! There you go ran forward and tried to engage, but this time Reslar played the backline DPS role and it worked extremely well. It looks like he's going to stick to that idea as he's staying pretty far back and just hammering them with this flame buster. And let's see if he continues to do it as nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep. Oh, there we have a bit of... Oh, is that a triple stun from the Mystic? Are you kidding me? What was that? That was literally a, a, the Mystic running into their face, yep. getting a triple stun and their teammates Alright, so that's the clip there. I'll just edit it in in post. Fuck it, why not? Good luck. Note that down. Write that down. So <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> They're literally going to see and hear nothing and be like, was there supposed to be something there? It's at, uh, wait, where's my time? Where's my time? It's at about 15, so 15 minutes. Note to self, 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, that's what that is. Um, Austin Lassiter says, what about a link in the description to credit the artist for the intro? Maybe place where people can check out more music, download, etc. Yeah, definitely. Hello, stranger. A uh, very small band who's up and coming. Up. They have a really cool drummer. <laughs> Good-looking guy. <laughs> Plays really well. Says that he's a uh, Puerto Rican. He's actually white. Half Italian, half Puerto Rican drummer. <laughs> no, it's uh, that's my band. I play drums for that band actually. Uh, in real life, IRL, not. The Velia band. Do you do you want a uh, do you want some link for me to put in the description? Like y'all uh, have a I mean, website yeah, I'll, or I'll, something? I'll send you some stuff. Yeah, we got a website, a uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah, shoot. They do all that work because I'm playing video. Too, so <laughs> right, shoot me that stuff after the podcast, and I'll make sure it gets in the description. Uh, probably somewhere yeah. towards the bottom. <laughs> um, Austin Lassiter also says, I would take inspiration from SA for an RBF revamp. 1 to 50 points, small black rock prize, 50 to 1 to 50, bigger loot box, rock thing, 51 plus, etc. 10 mil for a win, 7 mil for a loss. Yeah, that sounds fair to me. Yeah, that sounds like it'd be dope. Also, you know, if they make, make it pay to win like they did Shadow Arena and add camera boxes to the game, then they can make more money. So I'm surprised they haven't done that yet, honestly. Right. Uh, they should do. Uh, they could do like what else can you buy that's temporary, that's time based? Ooh, they could do like skill reset boxes, <laughs> where if you have a skill reset going, you have a chance at a Noga ring. Why not just like a value pack box or something? Because everyone already has that, they need to sell skill resets. Uh, they'll just make a they'll make a dragon blessing, and then say you have to have that. <laughs> a dragon blessing. Yeah, <laughs> it's plus twenty energy and three percent drop rate. Yeah, dude, and it stacks with camo. 
Um, or two percent. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, Tyler Sapp says, "Frosty, what is that outfit on your Mystic?" Oh yeah, I read that question, and I was like, I should be on my Mystic in case this gets asked. This is I. It's my Vegeta armor on female. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I'll tell you the exact name right now when I load in, but it's just dyed like blue and black, and the uh, it's the Christmas outfit. I think the snowflake one, but let me get the exact name. Hold on, I have it. Uh, frostbite dress on Mystic, and it's with the skirt hidden, so it it looks kind of like Super Saiyan armor. But then you also yeah. have for your helmet. Oh yeah, for my helmet, I'm using the the diving mask. That we got from the Termian Water Park event back in the day. You got like the crescent rings and the scuba mask and all that. Uh, I forget the name of it because I don't have it on this character. Deep sea, right isn't it like Deep Sea Diving Mask or something? I feel like it actually has a name that doesn't make any sense for what it is. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, actually I have it in my Hydel storage, I believe. Nope, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember, but it's it's the scuba mask, and it looks badass. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Um, some guy named Nyashi or Nyashe or Nyash. Nyashi. Uh, he says for the small scale PvP, I like the way Albion did it. Like five to ten people for uh five to pen, ten people fight for a territory. But like BDO would be 10 to 15 people. We could call it quote unquote raiding, and you could challenge a territory holder to gain guild funds and personal funds, aka raiding a territory, but not quote unquote taking it. The territory holder can defend it or left unchallenged, the raiders take funds. So they would need to change the structure instead of instantly collecting siege money. You collect at the end of the week. Throughout the week, guilds that aren't territory holders could quote-unquote raid nodes on your territory, and if they win, they can take a cut of the funds you would have gotten at the end of the week. This gives siege guilds more PvP throughout the week besides merking. Maybe limit it to up to five nodes can be challenged a day during node war times. This would give importance to having small-scale skirmishers and benefit those with skill to show off what they got rather than having a clusterfuck like large scale. Yeah. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds completely new and fresh. I like it. Well, I don't know about I'd new and fresh. Uh, what? It's new and fresh. What are you talking about? For BDO. I mean, isn't that basically the system in EVE Online? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's game, the so system no in idea. EVE Online. Like, you, you hold some area... And then people will like fight it over the week, and then it's like 24 hours from when they challenge it or some shit. It's like the people can choose to either defend it or fight it or something. But yeah, that that sounds actually dope as fuck. That would be super cool in Nodors, uh, or to have like going on. Um, that sounds innovative and original. You're wrong. <laughs> that sounds really fun to me as a berserker. Because you know, small scale fights or uh, 10 to 15, you know. You like small scale on Zerker? I think Zerker's one of the best classes in the game for small scale. I think there's shit here. Well, sorry. You just got a uh, you just got modded in uh in the Zerker Discord. <laughs> <laughs> modded, yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually don't. I haven't been in the Zerker Discord in a long time. Don't take that personally, Zerker Discord. 
Uh, Nitrax says, What AP does Manchwams become worth over Gahaz? I play Zerk slash Musa, getting so sick of Gahaz. Uh, that's hard, because to be honest, even like really efficiently, they're kind of comparable if you're super good at Gahaz. Uh, what was the class? Zerk, Musa. Um, Which are both Musa... really high up there at Manchwams, by the way. Right, so if you get all the way to like 261, I think, on Musa, you start becoming insane there. I think if you have like 235 with Kudum, you could be... 235 to 240 with Kudum, you'd be okay. Yeah. Um, would Do you think... Well, so with Kudum, Softcap Kudum, I think is 241. But is that more efficient at Mantrams than... Bandits? Like, it's efficient at Mansions, but is it more efficient than Bandits? Um, I don't know that it I is. Honestly, I think you have to get into those upper tiers, right? I can't Before speak becomes... for Musa too much, but uh, Zerker is... I think I first went to Manschwams at, like, 241 with Kudum, and I was easily making, like, close to 30 mil an hour, so... Which, like, that's, like, bare minimum wrecks in my mind, so... It was pretty good money. It was better than what I was making before, but I haven't put in a lot of hours at Gaha, so I honestly can't say. Like, I only have one side of the, the puzzle, you know? I don't have the other side, so it's hard for me to say, honestly. Yeah. I mean, how, how is Zerker at Gaha? Uh, well, at 265 AP, it's amazing, because you just one-shot every <laughs> pack with your cannon. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, this person right. also didn't list their gear score, so I can't say, like, it's kind of, it's kind of hard, we just kind of have to speculate, but, um, yeah, Gahaz is really good for Berserker as well. Zerker's a good grinder, man. Zerker's just a really good grinder, and so is Musa. Right. And Musa's, like, notoriously great at, at Manchums, but that's, like, 269, it becomes, like, super, super good. Yeah, that's, like, like once you I hit, just... uh... What's his name? Uh, fish, dude. Uh, okay, filthy fish. Yes. Okay, that dude's like two eighty two, but yeah, I know. But sure. that's what I'm saying is like once you hit those ridiculously high levels of AP, Musa becomes absolutely insane at Manchwams. Yeah. Yeah, I can't speak to it. We'll ask Nayashi. See what he thinks. You're just gonna Maybe ruin the like special that. guest like that? No. What? Oh, is he our special guest today? I hate you and everything that you are. <laughs> um, Lucas says, veteran Kuno, Tamer, and Maple Story player. I like how he added oh, that in. Uh, you can draw whatever line you like. I've been running Kaya's necklace and two times 10% uh, back damage crystals on Tet Kudum Kunai, and my back damage is actually noticeably insane. Have you guys looked into more of the quote-unquote odd stat modifiers on gear other than AP, DP, resist, etc.? Fan of the show, keep it up. Uh, yes. Now, back attack, though, the problem with it is that it's not, like, super amazing in PvP because if you're hitting someone in the back, they're probably getting CC'd. If they're in super armor, you're only hitting them in the back with, like, one skill. But back attack crystals are, like, the best for history. So, yeah. Um, I haven't looked too many. I mean, I I usually run crit 
or uh, whom. I'm actually one of those weirdos that has a whom crystal in his offhand with a crit. Wait, why? Crystal. Because I'm weird. So I have two whom <laughs> crystals in my helm. I have one whom crystal in my boot and one in my offhand. So that way I can still run two bond Kobe's for the HP. And yeah. And I can still have a RBF crystal in my boot for the extra resist. So yeah, that's why. Huh. Also, I'm gear carried. Yeah, well. So a little bit of extra damage won't really help. So I threw it in there. I can't argue with you on that. You are gear carried. <laughs> yeah. right, right around, uh, I would say right around 277, Whom starts getting pretty good in the offhand. Uh, uh, okay. Have you tried any special crystals in the offhand? No, I haven't. Um, well, what's in yours? I am a very, like I said last week, very straightforward uh, AP monkey, like standard AP monkey build. Um, uh, what is in my offhand? I think it's Awakens. Yeah, it's Awakens. Uh, God. I mean, that's all right. It, uh, you get HP too. It's kind yeah. Of nice, the big but... thing for me is because I'm a Zerker, I tried to stack on as much AP, uh, HP rather as possible in terms of my crystal setup. So, like, I have uh, two hooms in my helmet, two hooms in my uh, boots, I have the Gin Vipers, of course, in my uh, gloves, and then I have uh, Bond Kobe's, actually, in my... I, I really wish I could look at my gear without these Manchrons attacking me. Uh, Bond Kobe's in my armor, because it gives 150 health instead of the... I think it's Gin Kobe's that give 5 DR, so I actually take the health Kobe's, personally. With uh, the uh, BMC Precisions and then the Awakens for the extra 150-300 HP. But I did get rid of my Giath, so that took me down 100 HP, unfortunately. Yeah, loser. I kind of want to get one again. <laughs> I have Griffin, but I don't love it. Really? Why? Well, I'm on Sork, so like... You're trying not to get hit anyway. Ah. Yeah. Uh, the next comment, unfortunately, comes from Lost Souls. He says, uh, they can add a 1v1 or 2v2 game mode where you can get daily quests to win each match. You get 10 mil a win, so 30 mil in total. Then, after the quest, you can get, like, 2 to 5 mil a win in a good ranking system to show off your big D damage. Which, yeah, I'm with him. I'm with him on that. unfortunately, Lost Souls. No, 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 no. The next one. He replied uh, to that saying, oh yeah, my weekly ninja rant. Ninja needs a buff <laughs> to their 100%. The both of ours are trash. Oh my god. Now, I mean, your 100% is trash, actually. The so Awakens one's not that bad. It's pretty bad. So they, is it? But they can, yeah, it's pretty bad. But they can absorb it. That's the great thing, and ninja's already so good that when you absorb it, now you're just a super ninja, you know? Yeah. Just for 60 seconds. I, th I, I, yeah. I didn't think the Awakened one was that bad, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think it used to be good, but... I Ninjas complain to me about it all the time. I've heard a lot of ninjas complain about the Awakened 100%. I know the pre-Awakened one is dog shit. I know that. Um... Yeah. The Shepherd 112 says, as a former striker and fellow mystic myself, I was wondering how you guys feel about the constant trash talk that striker and mystic receive from everyone that doesn't play them. 
Do you think they deserve it? Every person I kill seems to get salty about my quote-unquote face-rolling no-skill class. Thanks again for another great video, guys. I have a feeling we're going to have different answers. I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't think people, I don't think you should give people shit about what class they play. But I think it's important to recognize that if you are a striker, that striker is a really good class. Or at the very least, it's not a bad class. So if you're playing against a bad class, like if you're fighting like a, a lawn, and then you, you're like shit-tonking over the lawn, right? I know that's not what he was saying here, but like there's you need to be able to be self-aware of like, I am playing a striker slash mystic, so, you know. So, first of all, that example is horrible because land does really well against strikers in 1v1. Second, <laughs> I think... How would I know that? I'm not a striker and nobody <laughs> plays lawn. True, fair enough. Dude, the other thing is, like, dude, screw what other people say and no, they don't deserve that kind of shit. First of all, people are playing a class... Some people are playing a class for the balance, which is fine. Um... A lot of people are just playing it because they like the animations or the class, or that's what they played first. It's really expensive to change classes in this game. It's really a huge time investment to change classes in this game. You should absolutely not feel bad or have to deal with shit from other people about what class you play. Yeah. No matter what. In my opinion, you, you just shouldn't. And the people that give you shit about it are, are pieces of crap. The other thing is, like, it it's not... I don't think that it's even deserved criticism, um, even if it was easy to switch, because, yeah, the class is easy on the low end, but on the high end against good players, like, things change, and good players can take out strikers and mystics with practice. They just can. I have, those are, like, so I play Sork and Kuno and Mystic, although right now my Mystic's on a bit of a hiatus just because I'm bored, but I have no problem taking out mystics and strikers like it's not even they're not even near the top of my list of classes that i stress out against at, at all and like i know a lot of tamers that are really good that don't ninjas really don't kunos really don't um maywan musas like might but i have a feeling that it's not it they're not at the top of the list the absolute top i would be surprised so no yeah i you shouldn't feel bad and no people shouldn't give you shit if if it's so easy, then let them re-roll to it and then just kill them. They can hop into Battle Arena with the Trial character. They can go on Mystic and show you how easy it is to play and just embarrass them. Yeah, so... Not, like, you shouldn't feel bad about playing the class you want to play. Absolutely not, yeah. And if people should talk to you like, dude, it's because they suck or they're mad. Like, I don't know. There's no way... It's so hard to tell if someone's completely equal in skill as you and gear. So, you generally people talk... I mean, I, every class I've ever played, someone has talked shit. If I'm playing Tamer, I'm 2v1-ing them, and it's not fair because I have a pet. If I'm playing Sork, I have unlimited iFriends. If I'm playing Mystic, I have unlimited Magic DP. If I'm playing Kuno, Log Jump is not fair. If you're playing Zerker, you have so many grabs, and it's not fair. Like, the, every class people bitch about, so no. Don't don't feel bad. No, no one deserves that. Except their own. Except Ninja during the height of their powers, but that's over now, so it's fine. Yeah, that that is <laughs> that is gone. So lucky, uh, lucky us. But like, my point was like, don't like if you're a striker or a mystic, don't gank the shit out of someone and then start talking shit to them. Like, 
Because that's also really, like, annoying and, like, really retarded. Like, I'm a berserker, right? Like, in a 1v1 scenario, when I kill somebody, I never talk shit to them. Unless it's, like, one of the specific guilds that I genuinely hate. Because I'm a zerker, right? Like, I should be winning basically every single 1v1 I'm involved in, as long as the gear is fairly similar. Or, like, they're just straight up way better than I am. Like, in an equal gear, equal skill scenario, Berserker is going to win a lot of fights, if not all of them. So, why would I go around, like, like this guy right here in the kill feed, if you're watching the video, you can see this kill feed right now. This dude that I killed, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, seems like 14 times, I think I counted it right. That whole time I was killing him, he was raging at me the entire time. I never said a word to him. Why? Because he was an undergeared mystic that was just, we had a deck against and he was in my spot. I, didn't, I wasn't talking shit to him. Because I am a zerker and I have way more gear than him, of course I'm going to win that fight. Even though he was annoying and he kept coming back, I'm not going to talk shit to him. So, just, just, don't talk shit to each other in general unless there's a genuine reason for it. Like, I don't know, you're in a piece of shit guild like Brutal or Rehab or... <laughs> oh, wow. You I'm know. not getting into that. I, I love both those guilds. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's a good general rule of thumb. Just don't talk shit, man. Like, e every class has their struggles, and you don't know it until you've played the class for a long time. Yep. You don't uh, you don't know what Zerkers go through until you try to rocket jump out of a pack and realize you have a 30% slow on you, so it actually just doesn't work. Or from the other point of view, they rocket jump out of the pack and everyone's dead, plus they escaped. <laughs> Except for if you're using your 100%. I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We got a couple Reddit comments. A couple people got in before it was removed. And a couple people somehow got their comments in after it was removed. Which, I don't know how you did that, honestly. Uh, I don't know if you went to my profile, because it's removed from the subreddit. So, very confused on how you did that. But props to you. I guess determination... We'll never, uh, determination will trump everything. Um, so the top comment of the day, uh, is Newcomer Sass. He says, uh, damn, already downvoted to 63%. Thanks for making community content. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. That was weird. There was, like, a huge influx of downvotes at the beginning, and then it just, like, started getting upvoted a bunch. It was very, very strange. Um, we're idiots. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dangerous Senpai says, I know everybody else is debating a lot of important things on this post, but just wanted to say thanks guys for the work you put in to your videos and the topics you cover. I just started grinding Miramox, so I'm nowhere near your gear, but it's still loving the game. It's a nice change of pace to be party grinding. Thank you. And you're not that far from Roslar's gear. Yeah, well, oh wow, shade. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're not, I mean, if you're grinding Miramok, at least you're grinding Miramok efficiently, I'm assuming you're not there at, like, 220 AP with a Nuver. If you're grinding yeah. Miramok pretty efficiently, then you're not that far away from me. Um, hey, guys, just started getting carried at Miramok here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Horth says uh, he gave us a Google Doc link and said, Accessory Enhancing Statistics Spreadsheet. Make a copy, input prices for both stacks and items, go to page, see the values of the accessories you should buy and which you should enhance. And then he says, uh, dash Q, 
P.S. Hi, Frosty and Reslar, if you remember me. Dash Q. Well, the, not Dash, just his name is Q. I swear to God, I recognize that name. And whenever you... I mean, I know I know my name is Q. Does DK, did he say it's a DK? Uh, no. Nowhere in here did he say it's a DK. But I, but I don't know that you know Q, so... I know, I know AQ, and I know, I recognize that name whenever you commented, and I also recognize that name when you joined the Discord. Shout out to the Discord, go to the description down below and join it. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I recognize that name when you joined the Discord, and I think you even have the same picture that you used to have, but I, honest to God, do not know... I, I, I feel bad, Q. I feel bad, too. I can't remember where I remember you from. It's gotta be... You had to have been in Hex at some point when we were both in there, right? That or the Blood Oath. The, what? I mean, maybe he remembers us from, like, warring against each other when you were in Blood Oath. Uh, I don't know. Comment comment down below, sorry, Q. Man. Let us know where how we're horribly yeah, who, wrong. Who, and who that the hell are you, man? You're deeply offended. Um... Foxen says, wow, so I so want an objective-based PvP modes. Uh, you know something isn't right when I'm regularly on the top 30 list for RBF. I only enhance on backups. I use backups for boss gear. For purchasing higher stacks, accessories, I expect to fill every time. And I'm pleasantly surprised when I don't. Yo, same, brother. Uh, only times I go for pen is when one of my backups gets a lucky tet. And I'll use one of my bigger stacks to see if I get lucky. Tet accessories before pen all day, every day. Y'all are great. Keep it up. Thank you very much, Fox, and you've been a huge supporter, and we appreciate it. Hell yeah, dude. Join the Discord. Link's in the description. Um, Actually, I think he did join. I think I saw yeah. him join. He may have joined already. Join the Discord. And yeah, Ted, access Ted accessories before pen, unless you're insane and want to quit the game early. Yeah, I don't understand why. Like, Not to sound like a broken record from last week, but I just don't understand why you'd go for pen before Ted accessories when you're staring at that enhancer rate. Like, what? <laughs> That's just really strange to me. Um, yeah. You, you, uh, this is some weeb shit, brother. Uh, you me, you may, you may nay die? You may nay die? I don't know how to say this shit. Uh, the problem I have with the enhancement system is that you waste a lot of time making fail sacks, and when I say a lot of time, I mean last time I went for several TED attempts, I had to move all my characters to Velia, after over 20 hours of active gameplay, most of the time went to repair, downgrade, reblast, and switching characters. I really felt like I was wasting my time because I usually don't leave my altars all around the world, so I don't need to waste my time traveling around when it comes to world bosses. Please don't get me wrong, I have no problem if getting hands on a tet of hire should be hard. My concern is that do we really have to have a system that the fail stacks are bound to the character and not to the weapon slash gear slash accessory instead? Would love to have a system where fell stacks are bound to the weapon with much lower chances of success by the cost of higher requirements of materials and exchange uh, concentrated memfrags, etc. Um, I'm like half with you here. I'm mostly because it's so tedious changing characters, booking stuff, making stuff, like the whole process, super time consuming and tedious. I actually just wish there was an interface. Like you could press something like H. Right, like you press H, and if you Pretty look sure in the H thing, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's knowledge. I'm using this intentionally. So if you press H, 
you have the little knowledge graph thing here with a bunch of different circles. Like if those represented, you can only have one circle per character that you have and all your stacks are there. You could click it. And then after you click that, you have access to your warehouse and you can click the item, the enhancement material, and your stack is on each of those circles. And you never had to change characters. You could just do it all in that interface would be nice. Like something just way less tedious. I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, I don't know if I want my stack permanently tied to an item. <laughs> what happens to the stack when my ogre ring blows up? Does it blow up with the ogre ring? Yeah, I definitely do agree that it's super tedious and can be made a lot easier. But yeah, there's a little bit of concern with attaching it to the item. Uh, like, does it? how does it work where you go for Tet, you know? Like, you get a... How does that work in general? There's a lot of concerns and a lot of questions I have. Uh, but I'm with you, man. It's tedious and super annoying and everything about it is really horrible. And, uh, just to make money, really. I mean, most things in this game are made annoying purposefully so that they can make money off of it. And that's just the truth of the matter. Uh, and fill yep. stacking is no different. You need more, uh, you need more fill stacking, uh, uh, fill stacks, rather? Uh, buy more character slots. I mean, uh, blacksmith books were only introduced, like, last year. We didn't have those for a really long time. Uh, you need, uh, to repair your shit, but don't have a lot of infrags? Uh, buy artisan memories, you know? So, intentionally annoying to, uh, make money is, uh, their business plan. So no surprise there. I I agree. You should have to buy 100 artisans to even do an attempt. Yep, yep, yep. 100%. So, uh, Anon Please says, It's honestly still kind of amazing to me that people put this much thought and effort into what I still consider to be a flash in the pan-Korean MMO. I expect this kind of effort for Western games that people know will be around for a decade or more. Uh, to address that quickly, we like this game. So, we want to talk about it. It's that simple. Way in the gaming community, though, I feel like a three and a half year run is no longer a flash in the pan, is it? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think you, I'd agree. you have like, yeah. I mean, uh, the average lifespan of a game, successful game, is probably around where we're at now. If I had to guess, I don't know. Also, I, I it, yeah. I also feel like you guys are super overestimating how hard this is. We sit here and talk for an hour and a half. I slap it in Adobe Premiere Pro. takes like 20 minutes. And then I upload it. It is really not that hard. The hard part is making Frosty get on here and talk with me. Because he really hates me and doesn't want to talk to me about anything. Yeah, he upsets me. His, his ninja whining lately has been getting on my nerves. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, why are they allowed to sit in invulnerability for like two seconds and decide what to do? No other class gets to do that. It's so gay. Because they don't have lava piercer and Oh my god. You know what? Put put floating back on Batesman. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> no, please. He no. also says, having said that, what do you guys consider to be the long-term strength BDO depends on what really keeps you playing? Combat. Said it a million times. Frosty, same thing? It's combat. Combat and community, but combat. It's combat. For me, it's combat. combat. Community. And the, yeah. I could still be in communities, and I still am in communities uh, that don't play anymore. And I could not play anymore and still be a part of communities. It's If you have a really good community, then that community transcends BDO. So I could do 
Uh, I could do community stuff without BDO. It's combat. <laughs> um, yeah. He also says, there's a lot here, so I'm just breaking it down in parts, Frosty. Okay. Uh, he yeah. also says, I asked because sometime in 2019, we're going to be seeing WoW Classic. At least it's betas. If it doesn't launch this year, it will next year. And I see this game's population dropping substantially along with that. For how long remains to be seen? Uh, disagree. That is combat. Yeah. Hard, literally... hard disagree. <laughs> I mean, people that enjoy BDO... Now, don't get me wrong, there will be a period where people are trying it for nostalgia and stuff like that. No doubt. 100%. But let's not pretend you haven't been able to play Vanilla WoW in some capacity over the last few years, because you have. And, man, like the combat. Like, people that actually enjoy BDO, the current player base that actually enjoys it. I I would be surprised if they went back to WoW and were like, wait a minute, what was I doing in BDO this whole time? This combat's amazing! Tab, 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 tap, 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 tap. You forgot one, 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 two, three, one, 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 six, one, one, one. No, it's one, one, tab, two, three, four. Well, no, I was in a raid. I was in a raid there, so that's why. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to tab as much. You don't tab, yeah, sorry. Oh, wait, healer, though. Oh, healer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tab, one. Tap one two. Oh, he had a debuff. Wow. So if you if Tap you one. really <laughs> if you really want the true gaming experience in WoW, you got to play Healer. Um, I'm sorry. Look, look, WoW is a great game, but there's no way there's no way on hell a 15 year old game is going to kill BDO. Not saying BDO is infallible because it'll die eventually, but that's not going to. Kurtzbill. Kurtzbill is going to kill it. No one even knows what that word means. <laughs> Uh, if Kurtzbill doesn't kill it, then uh, Ash is a creation. Well, no problem. <laughs> the the battle royale. Yeah, dude, the battle royale. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, I see where you're coming from, dude. And there is gonna be a drop, right? Because people are gonna stop playing BDO to go play WoW Classic. Uh, and then they'll come back after like a month or two, and then it's just gonna be back to normal. Um. Then he also says. BDO especially is a game second and a business investment first. If people aren't spending their... I'm being dicked on by a manchwan that I thought I killed for some reason. Give me one second. It's a great warrior. I don't want to be dicked on by him. Uh, If people aren't spending the required amount of money necessary to meet those investors' expected returns due to dwindling player base, the company running it can only respond by finding new and exciting ways to part the existent player base's money from their wallets, which means more pay to win, which obviously starts a death spiral, especially considering the overall MMO market in the West in the coming years, while classic as I remember as I mentioned, but also the various Kickstarter MMOs, Star Citizen Chief among them, but smaller ones like Crowfall, Ashes of Creation, etc. So what, if anything, would really keep you guys at least playing the game, uh, keep you guys at least playing this game, when there are new and old games on the horizon offering a a reprieve from all the pay-to-win? Just like, because just like I said above, I don't really see the long-term longevity of this game. Just curious. I jumbled a lot of that. It's 1 a.m. Give me a break. Um, okay, so game second and business first, literally every game is like that. Every single yeah. game ever created ever, with the exception of, like, maybe Tetris, is a business first and a game second. That's how games work. 
to pretend like it's anything different for any game ever that's ever, you know, that's ever gotten semi-popular anyway, is very silly and ignorant. Uh, sorry if that's a little harsh, but I feel like that's a very silly thing to say to try and argue that BDO bad, WoW Classic good. WoW is a company first and a game second, just like BDO. Trust me, they make a lot of money. They do it in a different way, in an arguably less shady way, but it is well, a business. Let's stop and think. They're literally about to re-release their own game, and it's not free. Yeah, but at the same time, like, they, players saying, have been asking for it for a really long time, so... Whoa, like... I'm just saying. Um, um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I also think, like, if the BDO players stayed through the CC changes and all the pay-to-win additions now, like... I still don't think a 16-year-old game is going to be the death of it. Uh... There's That's a just... snake and two Kaokai triple grinding manchwams, question mark? What? Um, no, they're still they're still in siege. You're interrupting their siege. And manchwams, yeah. Um so yeah. Uh more pay to win? Yeah, naturally. This is a Korean MMO. If you started playing BDO with the expectation that it was not going to eventually become pay to win, I don't know what to tell you. At uh, least today. Like, you could have maybe had that hope in the beginning, but not today. So, I, I, yeah. I mean, the pay-to-win will kill it eventually, because people can't catch up. But, like, Crowfall and Ashes of Creation, are those games even coming out? Both of them have been delayed, like, eight times. So, and then the samples of, like, the ones people played have not been super... And I feel, I feel like I'm white-knighting for Black Desert, but I do feel like it's going to die eventually, and it has its problems, but... Well... Okay, it'll die eventually when an actually good new MMO comes out. And like we said last podcast, an MMO that can at least semi-fill the niche that BDO has, which is the combat. Which is why, I mean, I jokingly referred to it, but speaking seriously, Kurtzpell, right? It's a very different game from BDO, but the niche that it has that BDO also fills for a lot of players is the action combat. Now, it might not be as intricate, but it, from the videos I've seen and from the reviews that I've seen from people that played BDO in the past, they say that it does feel good, it does feel like a, a good action combat system, just sometimes it can be a little clunky, which, you know, BDO isn't perfect either, and uh, it's not as intricate, I would suppose I would say, but it's got the action combat thing going for it, right? I'm not saying Kurtzbell is going to kill BDO, I'm just saying a, a good... New MMO that feels the same niche as BDO comes out. BDO is dead in the water. I don't think that's any of these MMOs. I don't think that's WoW Classic. Well, I know that's not WoW Classic. I don't think that's Crowfall. I don't think that's AOC. I used to put my bet on AOC. Uh, they've been letting me down lately. So I don't think that's AOC anymore. So... They're not popular enough to abbreviate. Um... Oh, yeah. yeah that I I'm forgot. AOC means something totally different in America. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, crazy socialist lady. Ooh. Uh wow. Whoa. So to reply to uh so what if anything would really keep you guys playing this game if they're new or old, etc. etc. Uh again, combat. Until a game that is it fills the yeah. exact same niche as BDO does in terms of the combat, and is also a better game, I'm gonna keep playing BDO. 
Because if there's a game that's a better game, but it's time target, I'm not going to play it. If there's a game that's a better game, but for some reason they're making it into a BR, I'm not going to play it. If it's a better game, but it's Crowfall, I'm not going to play it. Because Crowfall sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. That answers that. Um, and if I sound like I'm shitting on your comment, dude, I'm sorry. I don't mean to sound like it, but there were a lot of things in here that I found were just kind of silly. And I think that's why you kind of got downvoted as much as you did. And this also turned into a, a huge discussion, which is good. And I'm glad it stayed relatively civil from what I read for the most part. Uh, some people talking about Star Citizen, uh, you know, other MMOs, things like that. Um, I'm glad it stayed pretty, pretty civil. Um, but yeah, that's, that's basically all that. Um, and that's all the comments. On that, on the back of that whole, that whole rant. Who's pinging me in Discord? Don't ping me in Discord. Wait, there's, I don't even have a notification. What the hell? Okay, then. Um. Moving on. First topic of the day. Frosty, what we got? Uh. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, real quick. The tri-accessory event. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, I actually yep. don't even know. I, I we'll talk about the quests. They're tedious as shit unless you get Gahath. Yep. But uh, I just kind of wanted your opinion on um, yay nay for the event. Is it good? Is it bad for veterans and noobs? I think it's really Separately. good. I think it's really good. Okay. Um, I mean, its effects are a little diminished because of the way the marketplace is right now. Right? Like. You can't sell your crescent ring for 50 mil like you could before Central Market. Right now, crescent rings are down to, like, what, 25? So its effects are a little bit diminished, but, I mean, it's still a good event. Anything that puts more accessories is good, in my opinion, because accessories in, in the past, before Central Market, have always been such a bitch. So anything that puts more accessories on the market is better, IMO. Yeah, I agree. The quest um, is tedious, though. I like it. The quest is tedious. Um, I, I just wish you could choose through spots instead of it choosing for you. But outside of that, yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, I know some people are frustrated with the enhancement chance, but at the end, no matter what happens, as frustrating as it can be, you get a duo accessory, so I, hard to complain. I have tinfoil that those enhancement rates on that item is bullshit. Because I have failed pry so much i legitimately at this point i must have a 10 to 15 percent success rate for pry which is supposed to be an 80 percent i am very convinced i'm very convinced and i'm not the only person that has that issue there's a lot of people that have been having it i am very convinced that something is wrong somewhere i'm just not sure what yeah for me it feels fairly normal but yeah um. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. You don't have to do really I mean, outside of the grind. You don't have to do any work. You could do your eight enhancement attempts, and then you're done for the day. And after six, after a week or whatever, you turn it in. You get your accessory. And you're done. Yeah, I just got two right now. Let's enhance them. Why not? Let's see what we do. I'm sitting on a pry. Let's see if it goes duo. It did not. <laughs> <laughs> and I got it back yeah. to pry. So. Standard. Standard. Um, yeah, that's all. The accessory event's kind of interesting. For those who don't know, uh, every single day you get a quest. When you finish the quest, you get a ring. 
Um, just for being logged in, you get uh, these red moon shards. I think they change every time, so that way you can't use the ones we get today on the next accessory. But you get these moon shards, and you use those to enhance as if they were stones. It doesn't affect your fail stacks. Fail stacks don't affect it in any way. And you have a chance to get an accessory. And if you get it to try, you can exchange it for a try accessory, and then you're done. You can do that once. If you don't get it to try, at the end of the event, you can turn in all six accessories you get for a duo accessory so yeah pretty cool they're doing it for third anniversary they're gonna do crescent rings this week narc earring or that i don't know actually the order they're gonna do it but it's gonna be crescent no i think you're right i think it's snarks and then bassies and then ogres yeah so yep good stuff i like it all right cool let's uh let's move Moving on. on. Let me look. 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 <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. We have. Listen. We have such a special guest here today. The uh, the the very famous, the very well known, the very uh, sexy uh, Nishoe. <laughs> Nayashi. Hey Nayashi. Nayashi. Welcome, welcome to the show. He's coming in through satellite. <laughs> hey guys, how are you doing? Hey man, we can well. barely see you over the feed. Man, you look so crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're not what I thought you looked like. <laughs> For those who yeah, don't know, uh, Nayashi is a very good uh, Maywa, very very talented. Uh, he has a YouTube channel that will also be in the description down below. I have a lot of things to put in the description down below this uh, this podcast. Also, lag, Jesus Christ. Uh, Nayashi, make sure you, you send me your, uh, your YouTube channel so I can put that in the description down below. Uh, don't make a liar out of me, please. Um, yeah, we'll do, we'll do. let me, let's get a quick introduction from you, uh, Nayashi. Where, how long you been playing BDO? How do people find you? Where are you from? Why do we know who you are before we ever met? So, I guess I'll give the, uh, the, the background. Um. Basically, I started playing video about two months after Maywa came out, and uh, trying to decide on what class to play, kind of like the, the female blader, and stuck with it ever since. I don't re-roll, I pretty much pick one single character and stick with it, I try to do the best I can with it. Gas. And that's, that's pretty much what I do, so I don't re-roll at all. Um, I don't even think I made a trail character yet, actually. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> oh no. But, uh, yeah, so, and people kind of know about me, I guess, via my YouTube channel. Um, posted some videos on Reddit way back and made a Mewa guide when there was very little content um, after the Mewa Awakening. Um, not very many people were making helpful guides. Uh, Mewa community is kind of on the small side, and, um, Generally, the people that uh, know a lot, they don't tend to share a lot, so I pretty much made the guide based on that kind of premise, uh, just to help out a lot of players, and had a lot of positive feedback, so that's pretty much where I'm known from, and I I prioritize my content besides that one guide I did, I'm trying to make a new guide. Um, everyone's giving me a whole bunch of hassle about that, but uh, yeah, trying to wrap that up, and... Um, Doing a whole bunch of 1v1 videos so people can kind of see uh, Maywa and how it can 
deal with certain classes, any class. Basically, people put in a comment requesting X class. I try to find someone that's, you know, doing uh, doing that class justice and then represent it in the video. That's Real quick, how do you me. fare against uh, Berserkers? Uh, Berserkers I do pretty good. You really? can ask, uh, my choice I've fought quite a few times. He's pretty good, but he's really geared too, so. Um, fought Coupon Man a couple times. Sent him to jail yesterday, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's your APDP at right now? Uh, 267, or 263, 267, and DP is 296. So, a little bit behind the quote unquote current soft cap for siege guilds. Just yeah. roughly two sixty nine three oh one. I should have fought you before we started recording. I, I would have liked to fight you. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're like the you're the current you're like the modern day uh Sassen's grinder basically with that low B gear you have. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> yeah, yeah. I hold my own in history. Try to at least. Yeah, so one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on, uh, a few people have asked for Maywa Musa discussion, similar to how people ask for Archer Ranger. Reslar and I don't play those classes. I know Reslar has a tiny bit of experience on Musa. I have no experience on either. I actually did make a trial Maywa, but it was super confusing and every skill looked the same, so I was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. That's pretty um, much the, uh, the typical reaction lately. Right, so I wanted to ask you a few things kind of about balance in both PvE, PvP, and then in in the subcategory of PvP, um, small scale, large scale, that sort of thing. So let's first start with PvE, since everyone everyone kind of can PvE. I hear personally a lot of bad things about Maywa. Maywa's trash PvE. You're not going to make any money. You're not going to make any silver. So I guess starting from the low end, like if you're Gahas or Fogans, Nagas, how's Maywa there? And then once you get to the high end, like Manchums and History and Achman, how is Maywa there for you? Yeah, so for Mewa, there is a big stigma about Mewa in the, I guess you want to say pre-awaken days. Um, so Media, um, pre-Valencia, I guess they released Valencia before Awakenings came out, and then they released Awakenings shortly after, um, in small waves for each class, but, uh, Maywa's grind was considered really bad back then because she lacked AoE and um, her damage was kind of not really that good. You needed a lot of gear. I mean, you still need a lot of gear nowadays, but um, definitely improved with absolutes, for example. But um, early pre-awakening days, she was definitely struggling. So that stigma kind of kind of stuck with her. She's actually not as bad as people think. Um, and try to clear up that stigma the best I can when I see Reddit posts about that kind of stuff. Um, in some instances, she can be pretty fast, if not as fast as Musa, like at Gahaz, for example, if you have similar AP. Once you get to the point where you're one-shotting packs, it's all the same. The only thing you have different is mobility at that point. And they have cast animations of skills, and Mewa has very comparable cast animations to Musa, so as long as you're just one-shotting, packs with like pedal drill red moon it's just chase at that point so um right Musa so might have a little I... bit more of an edge on little tidbits but pretty much it's right. pretty close 
<clears throat> at places like Gahas and Nagas, are the packs like small enough that they always actually hit? Because one of the things I hear is like, you guys have this small cone in front of you, so you have to like target properly and aim, and it's really hard and slows you down. Is is that the case or not? Not really. Uh, not really. The packs are really tight in Gahas, um, so you can do a really solid rotation. Cliff rotation is a very popular one for bladers. Um, because the packs can be somewhat distanced from each other, so it's not really attractive to a lot of other classes. Um, so it's generally open for bladers. But uh, an improved extended rotation would be like starting off at cliff, but then rotating kind of inward towards that uh, crossroads section before you get into the deep valley, and then looping back up to uh, uh, <laughs> Arsha spawn rotation, where everyone just PvPs all day, and then uh, looping back to cliff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty common uh, rotation. And the tight, like I said, the packs are really tight. The skills aren't really that hard to aim. Um, and the AoEs are just, they're plenty. Between Petal Drill, Petal Bloom, Moonrise, Red Moon. You can even incorporate Blooming and the Rebam uh, Blooming Step. Those will all help out with mobility as well as AoE damage. I utilized them a lot when I was doing Gahas. Okay, so... In the high end, the two spots I'm kind of curious about, because they play a little bit differently and probably have different strengths and weaknesses for Maywa, but uh, Manchums, do you ever grind at Manchums? So Manchums, yes, I've, I grind there every once in a while, mostly when I'm bored of Histria or um, if I want to kind of get a little bit more PvP action in between my grind. <laughs> but right. um, it so his uh, Manchums isn't actually as good for Mewa, mostly because a lot of her abilities, even though they don't have it for PvP, they have PvE-related knockdowns, and that just throws mob packs all around, specifically right. the fighters and the hunters, those small guys. So it kind of makes it really bad for tight packs. Um, and that's the main issue with her. They did a recent update to one of our skills, Pedal Drill, to do a bound, which kind of sort of helps out with that in a way but uh, overall it still doesn't really change too much of the fundamental issues you can make up for it if you have enough ap and just not do the the knockdown abilities but you're kind of limiting your grind speed i feel so it's all about how much ap you have if you have high enough ap you can just burst the packs while they're being knocked down and that's pretty much solves that problem but it's still slower than say musa zerker Probably Mystic. All right, and then the the end all be all Histria. How's uh, Maywa there? So Maywa is definitely not the top, but she is in the top tier, if you will, um, for classes that grind in Histria. I myself am pretty bad at PVE, working on it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I go in Battle Arena way too much. But um, we need that money, so we working on it. But yeah, Maywa's uh, probably in the top five um, as far as history is concerned. Um, so yeah, I think Sork still kind of maybe has an edge, um, especially with BSRs recently. But um, Mystic for sure is top. And Musa, really, really, really high AP, I think can be competitive, if not better. It's really hard to say, but that's like 280 plus range. I mean, you're talking really high. Um, but right. Maywa can pretty much hold her own from like recommended 261 if you're using Nova and above and she, she does pretty amazing in there for money yeah so 
I guess uh, I don't know how much you've grinded there, but what do you what do you generally make per hour without a loot scroll? Like if you're full buffed up and grinding. Um, I'd say History. probably on average around fifty mil. That might be a sure. little generous, but it. Do you know your your trash loot or not off the top of your head? Nah, not off the top of my head. Um, okay. And mind you, I'm. I prefaced it with me being awful yeah. at PVE. <laughs> your PVE parent. Yeah, so like I've run into a lot of. Maywa is definitely up there. So I grind history a lot, being as I'm. I played Mystic and Sork the most. So yeah, whenever I'm in there, it's either I see a Mystic, a Sork, or a Maywa. Like those are the three most common classes I see. Although yeah. 50% of my Maywa encounters are nude on Arsha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that dude's always in there. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Newton in a while, so yeah, yeah, me neither, actually. But he's always like, "Yeah, let's uh first to five for history, let's do it." Yeah, one of my uh, cool. one of my videos is uh, one of my first times exploring history and then I run into Nude and get into a PvP fight with him. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> nice, super risky fights. Right? Yeah, I know. That's one of the things. Like history on Archer is. Yeah, you get hit by those lasers. Yeah. And then you get knocked down and if they don't kill you right away, the mobs do. Um so then PVP. So since you PVP, uh let's I guess we can start I don't know, Resler, what are you more curious about? Like small scale, where should we start with PVP on the on the Maywa? Uh I think uh I'm most curious about Maywas and one V ones. Because I, I feel like everyone kinda knows uh, what Maywas generally do in like large scale. So I think 1v1 in small scale is kind of more interesting for me, at least personally. Okay. Like, uh, what are the matchups for Maywa? Like, what is Maywa good against? What is Maywa bad against? Like, so I guess basically the hardest matchup would be Lawn, and that's just because yeah, the range grab is pretty amazing. Let's just put it that way. Um, and they have a number of uh, super armor CCs. Super nice. Must be nice. But um, as far as the other matchups are concerned, Mystic and Striker can be pretty difficult if you don't know their openings. And Sort can be pretty challenging if you're reversing a skilled one. Um, but most of the other classes aren't too bad to fight. Tamer can be pretty annoying. Um, if they're constantly just iframing and whatnot and not really being aggressive. But um, eh, I hold my own versus Tamer. Um, the Lons are the toughest matchup for me and trying to work on that. But uh, overall, I'd say we're pretty balanced in terms of most of the fights. We can hold our own, but it's it's really ultimately knowledge-based and obviously what you're physically capable of. Um, you know, If you're fat-fingering keys, you're not going to get anywhere. But uh, yeah, if you uh, if you know what you're doing and uh, you know the openings, you have a very competitive matchup against pretty much most classes. Ninja specific. the easiest class to go up against? Like, what is Maywall good against to you? Uh, so to answer Frosty's quick question, um, ninjas aren't too bad for me, but it does require some uh, some. Quick uh, finesse on dodging those those uh, block jump grabs, but um, as far as the easiest matchups are concerned, this is gonna uh, be controversial. Yeah, this you is be gonna careful be careful here. 
this is going to be dependent on the individual and the opponent. Um, the actual player, the Maywell player, as well as the opponent. I, I would honestly have to say easiest matchup would be... Shoot. <sighs> Maybe what are you one. least threatened by? Like when you see a class, which honestly, one specifically is like you don't... Is it DK? Like, oh, it's man. DK, isn't it? No, DKs can be pretty challenging if you don't know what you're doing. Um... Man, this is actually a really tough one. I actually never thought about the easiest matchup. I mean, I don't get, I don't see a class and be like, oh, great, it's this class. Maybe Lawn. I think Lawn would probably be the closest thing I would say for that. But um, right. So, what class do you see in a grind spot, and you're just like, oh, this is my grind spot now. Easy. Another Mewa. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's fair. I mean, Sorks, I can run in... Most Sorks I run into actually aren't really that skilled, um, and they're easy to catch in between their iframes. Because um, it's really... It, it's really predictable movements and approaches. Um, so those ones... Uh, I run into a lot of Mystics in Histria, and I rarely have problems with Mystics in Histria. So... Have you ever clapped me? Frosty? Okay. I don't think I've ever fought Frosty. So we fought, we actually did fight a few times in Valley of Four, but it was so long ago that I, I don't actually remember. Like, it might have been before the CC changes. Well, if it was back then, you probably would have had the edge on me for sure, because I still was learning the kit at some point. Yeah, during I don't that remember. I, I don't remember any results. I just remember we, we like had run into each other randomly, and it was like shortly after that I found out that you had youtube videos and stuff yeah yeah no All i right. mean mystics nowadays i generally have a very competitive matchup with at the end of this podcast if we have a little bit of time we're all going to battle arena all right that sounds good yeah so yeah. hopefully they're watching this or at least the end of this on youtube or they can look it up after they listen to it i guess speaking of which i'm in there now not granting history <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> um, um so, so small yeah. scale. Yeah, small scale. Like three v threes, five v five. We kind of define small scales like less than ten v ten or less. But basically, like three v threes, four v four. Like you know, like yeah. GBGs where it's not getting out of hand yet. Once you start to get into ten people, then yeah, it kind of gets more of the, the beyond small scale part. Um, yeah. You start looking at large scale flex groups with that kind of numbers. But um, so small scale, Maywood does really well. Um, mostly because the the biggest problem with Mewa is if she is the center of attention, that is not good for her. Um, and that's what a lot of people struggle with on the class, if I were to name some of the main struggles. Stamina management, which can in turn be translated into engaging, disengaging, as well as being the primary focus target for other players. So if she's being focused, if she's having to run a lot more, and she's going to run out of stamina really quickly. Um, so I would say she overall she does really well in small scale because, like I said, she's just not the focus target generally. Um. So, I guess with with large scale, like I I know it's pretty. Are like fairly well known, like oh, Maywa's not good. Like I read constantly, Maywa sucks in large scale. They're useless in large scale. So in their current form, what is kind of their role 
in large scale, at least for you. Like when you're when you're in a guild, you're in sixty versus sixty or higher. Are you're just on flex and you're you're poking, you're diving into the base. Are you ever with the main ball? Like what's kind of Maywell's role there? Yeah, so basically they're primarily flex, um, anti cannon kind of stuff. Um, kind of, sort of the lawn treatment in a way, sadly. But at flame the same, tower? <laughs> not not that yeah. bad, <laughs> but not quite that bad. Um, but uh, yeah, primarily flex and just killing cannons because uh, the mobility and being proficient at one v ones, as well as you know semi small scale kind of stuff she can deal with you know one to two opponents usually depending um but if she gets any more than that there's too much attention the moment she catches someone she can't really combo them because we're very limited on our protected uh chainable skills um i guess is the best way to go about it so and that's that's basically her role like so in a flex group for example um, you can provide CCs because uh, your Mewa has a lot of CC options in her kit, um, mm-hmm. which is why Musa's would generally say, generally say that Musa has a far better catch potential than a Musa. Um, so she can offer that for flex groups for you know her flex to uh, capitalize with her on. So she's not being the focus target if she lands a CC on someone, she can set it up for everyone else. And then, you know, work with the team on getting those kills. Um, she can also provide damage support. So we do have some protected damage skills like Pedal Drill, Red Moon. Um, and those are pretty much one of the main ones that we offer up in a flex group. Sad to say that it's only those. But you can you can do some of the other skills too. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much her roles in flex group. Right. So... I know that this is a little bit harder to answer because, I mean, God, you could go a million different ways with it. But uh, first, is in your opinion, is Maywell kind of weak in large scale? And if it is, and you could buff it, like what what would need to change, um, in order for Maywell to be kind of closer to either Musa or or something that people consider better in large scale? Well, it's funny you mention that because uh, <laughs> I do have a. Uh community post that I put in the the BDO forums a while back that actually goes over this very topic. Um, Basically, the things that she would need um, to make her more viable, not that she isn't viable, but more viable in terms Mm -hmm. of being competitive in large scale would just be um, more super armor related uh, damage abilities for not just necessarily damage trading, but that as well but more or less just to get more damage in and offer more to a fight rather than only utilizing a couple skills and then backing off and waiting for another opportunity um that would be my main biggest concern the next concern would be like and i'm sure mooses would agree with this as well but chase stamina nerf way back um i think it was november yeah, yeah i think it was maybe november that was pretty devastating for a lot of players that played the blader classes be it Mewa or musa and a lot of them just because of that alone was enough for them to re-roll to other classes just wait whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I think whoa. it was pri- it was prior to november you, you can't you can't use bl- you can't use blader 
and then not call Maywa a plum. Alright, <laughs> hold, hold the phone. You either right. call them Musa and Maywa or Blader and Plum. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I meant Blader as in the, the Blader classes. Nah, they, I know what you're trying players, to skew so. this as. You know, you're trying to hide the fact that you play a plum. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, the plum, the plum. I never the really plum. referred to her like that, even though that was a very commonly used uh, way to describe her back then, because I think it was the Russian name for her. Was it just remember. Russian? I thought it was the Korean one. I thought it was well, just it the Korean stuck. name translated into English was Blader and Plum. I was always oh, under the assumption it was uh, the Russian translation. It kind of just stuck. But yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was KR. No, Plum Awakenings. I remember watching the video before I started <laughs> yeah. playing again. Um, yeah, so... One of my things with, like... Alright, so you mentioned, like, protected... Just kind of damaging abilities, super armor, whatever. So... One of the things, like when I think about Kuno, because Kuno, Kuno's obviously good and has a, a fairly well-rounded kit, but in large scale, like with the main ball, for example, if a Kuno goes into the main ball, a Kuno has a pretty decent, actually a really good, as far as time in super armor rotation, where you can rotate like half moon slash, spin spree, and then you, you there's you can tenon cutter. Like, you have a way to kind of rotate super armors and then the flow for spin spree, like, if you wanted to. But, like, on a Kuno compared to, say, a Wizard, Witch, Mystic, Striker, or even a Zerker, like, you die so fast. So would super <laughs> armor even be enough for you to kind of participate in a large-scale fight? Or would it need yeah. something else? No, I get, I get what your point is. I mean, so the reason why I say... We we need more damage options in terms of protected damage. It's because right now we have to sit back and wait so much um, in terms of like being able to offer more damage to a fight. Otherwise, we're completely unprotected with more than half our kit. Um, probably more like 90% of our kit, which I know a lot of classes got that same treatment. So I'm not trying to you know cry about it or anything. Um, but as far as like what Maywa's job is like and kunos should be arguably in the same kind of uh, position they should be prioritizing flex oriented positions rather than main blob but they do have more protected uh, damage options so i could see them maybe helping on the outskirts of a blob more but as far as flex goes you're not taking a whole bunch of jam damage generally you know you're right. getting like like even a even a flex on flex fight for argument's sake would be like 10 on 10 versus like you know, maybe 20 on 20 at most in extreme cases like Black Rose has uh, a pretty large flex group, right? So, um... I'm not allowed to see, so I'm not sure. I'm uh, stuck in <laughs> Platoon 1, man. Oh, Can't go anywhere. Yeah, um, they, they know Frosty's a spy, so they don't let him know anything. Yeah, yeah. they don't tell me I mean, it's, me it's, it's basically that concept, though. Like, we're not really taking a whole bunch of damage. Um, the problem is we usually just get killed because we get caught in a CC because we run out of options. Right. Okay. So, do you think the general majority of, of Mewas feel like they want to be a part of that main ball, or they'd be happy if they were just a viable-slash-strong class and flex? So, back in... before they did all the uh, 
changes to super armors and CCs and all that. Maywood mm. did kind of approach the main ball, like in, as far as the outskirts, um, which isn't the role of what the class is intended for. So she's supposed to be a flanker. She's supposed to be like, as far as like flanking on the outskirts of the uh, ball, like catching people that are jumping out and whatnot. Yeah, that's all yeah. fine and dandy. Um, but jumping into the ball itself, no, that's not what she's intended for. She's squishy just like Kuno, so she'll get yeah. blown up. But I will. I mean, I guess I more or less forgot the question at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I guess uh, so in order to like have fun in Node War, because you pick your class way before you even realize what that class's job is in Node War, especially if you've invested money in in weight costumes and stuff, and you spend all that time grinding. So sometimes. Like, like, let's say Mewa gets to um, 62, they're nearing soft cap, they finally join a node war guild, and then, then they find out that they're good. Like, let's say some balance changes happen, and now Mewa is completely viable as flex, they're pretty strong, they don't really have huge complaints, but is that enough being in flex, or do they want to be part of the main ball? Like, would you be happy if you're just good in flex, and that, Honestly, that's it? Honestly, yeah, I would be happy just being really good at flex, like. Um, she can she can work in flex fine, but um, she definitely still needs a little bit of quality of life. I I would call them quality of life changes. Um, yeah, and just make the time a little bit easier. And like the the skills I'm referring to, are like petal bloom, for example, that's one of our main damage skills that we used to have back before the CC super armor changes. That was one of our main ways of dealing with one vx scenarios. With, right. when not having uh, 100% uh, Black Spirit Rage. And it also allows us to offer up support in a, you know, uh, small-scale small scale. or flex-related fight. So it just, it just makes it more enjoyable when you can actually offer more to the kit. When you have to sit back so much, it just... A lot of players can find that frustrating, um, which is what most players... Rolled off a of class four, um, right. So I mean, I think if they did like just one or two changes, based on like one of the the posts that I did, I think you'd see a complete re-roll back from a lot of different players. I've already right. seen those kinds of comments in discords, forum posts, Reddit posts already. Like there's definitely a huge player base there that's wanting to be back on the class right. um, if they've re-rolled off. Or the ones that are still currently playing, they would love to have at least a little bit of uh, opportunity to offer more in terms of uh, their flex group and whatnot. Alright, so two two more quick questions before we move on to, uh, to something else. One, and Rezar, maybe you've noticed this too, what, what happened to your guys 100%. Like, I feel like the first two years of playing BDO, <laughs> it was like, okay, here's a Maywalk, get ready to be 100%. And now I almost never see it. What what the hell changed there? Why don't I see the 100%? Did it get nerfed? Does it do less damage? What Like, what the hell? I think DP's just realized. Well, I mean, I find that interesting that you haven't really seen it much. Maybe because of the lack of Maywas that are playing the class honestly lately 
maybe. Um, it's still good though. It's still like, oh, if I'm 100 percent up, you feel like it's, you can just take it's, someone out. Better than what it used to be. Uh, so when they did, um, I believe it's when they did the CC changes. Um, they took away super armor um, from all the skills and everything. But for some reason, they did a hidden buff to Maywa's uh, 100%. I don't know if you remember, but the cast animation was like really long before. So like Zerkers, for example, they could be like, lol, and grab you. And right, right. yeah, it just like ruined a Maywa's day, basically. Because you would be sitting there charging up for like four fucking seconds just to do your 100%. But, and it um, used to be Frontal Guard too, right? It would be that? no. Was it, it was always super armor, but it was the, always the super problem, okay. the problem was it ended the super armor um, really quickly after you did the attack, so you'd be yeah. CC'd and killed almost immediately. Yeah. So what what they did, they hit and buffed it. They reduced the cast animation by like fucking three per like seventy five percent of it, and um, so it's really fast animation now. Like most time, if you do it right on top of someone, they don't have time to react. Um, unless you're like really paying attention. Um, right. so you can jump in with like pedal drill, for example, which is super armor and then do a 100% pedal bloom right away. And that's usually how you see Maywas engage a flank, um, of like a ball, for example, to try to kill off three or four people. Um, and the linger is better now. So you actually don't get caught and killed immediately after doing your, your stab. So it's a lot Just... better than what it used to be. Rez, do you do you see the hundred percent much, or do you even know what I like? I, I feel like I used to see it so much. It would be like, oh shit, I'm about to get hundred percented by Maywa. I don't <laughs> see Maywas very much, and when I do see them, they usually just die. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, most um, most Maywas probably are still struggling. Honestly, like you you have the ones that are in siege guilds, like say Airy, for example, and Black Rose. Um, that still play the class and whatnot, and they do really well. Once you know your kit and you know your your opponent's kit, you can do really well. But if they're still kind of struggling with some of the aspects of it, like the finesses, being able to combo properly and whatnot, then yeah, it's not gonna be a fun time. Right. Yeah. So, uh, really quickly, I don't want to dwell too long on it because this is already going uh pretty long, and we got one more thing we need to talk about. Um, but like, what are, in your opinion, and I know you said that you were going to be not super informed on Musa, but in your opinion, what are kind of the biggest differences between Musa and Maywa? What is, you know, Maywa better at than Musa, vice versa, if you know, like, what are your thoughts on that? So as a pretty generalized, summed up version of it, Maywa's oh. better at picks, at being able to get those uh, quick CCs. Because we just have more in our kit that offer those kinds of options. Like Musa shouts really slow activation versus Mewa's oppression, which is really fast. Um, same skill, just they do different types of CCs and the animation difference. Um, our awakening kit has more uh, has stigma, for example, which is a really fast CC option, unprotected on the actual stab, but. I guess the Musa equivalent would be their Fiery Angel, which is definitely CC-able. Um, and also pretty uh, 
pretty visually uh, leading. Like it lets you know it's coming, basically. Um, right. And then, so that I mean that would basically wrap up picks. Besides that, you got the pre awakened kits, which are essentially the same. Um, besides Red Moon, which Red Moon's far superior to Rising Storm in terms of catches, uh, mostly because of the frontal guard. But right. then you, then you have Musa obviously being a lot better at damage trading. Um, I'm so I'm sure you guys have experienced getting hit by a really high AP BTB from a Musa. Blow the belt for anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I always get hit by the butt cruster, dude. That's the one. Oh yeah. So there's that too. cruster. So uh, I, as a running joke, I like to make it like uh, Musa's crust. Uh, Crust Crusher and Thon Play are essentially, yeah, trying to remember the damn names, actually using the abbreviations all the time. Um, Crust Crusher and Foul Play is essentially like a 20 second cooldown version of Maywa's 100% to give you a reference. So right. they can okay. offer a lot more damage right now, especially in the, in the ball, which is why Maywa pr pretty much sticks to flanking. So. A good while ago, I heard somebody give a very brief generalization of the differences between the classes as Musa is really, really good at PvE and pretty good at PvP. Maywa is really, really good at PvP and okay at PvE. Does that still kind of hold up or do you think it's different? I would say that for the most part holds up, but... Once you start getting the higher gear scores, it kind of sort of flip flops. Um, so at lower gear scores, Musa kind of struggles with the damage trading, right? So they do okay. I mean, they can do, they can still do a lot of damage with Crush Crusher and Foul Play because the skill's fucking ridiculous. But, um, um, Maywa can still combo very well, and she's all about the catches anyways, so. It, the game pretty much doesn't change for her um, until really late with high-end AP. Then you can just red moon someone and they die. But um, I would say... Yeah, I, I mean, Moose is always going to be good at PvE just because they're never going to nerf it. Um, and PvP-wise, I would say Moose is a lot better than it used to be. Um, and May was, I would say, not just okay. I would say it's it's good at PVE, especially when you get the history. Um, and that can definitely get you a lot of money. And then PvP-wise, she does well in her realm. Let's just put it that way. Alright. So, uh... If somebody was trying to debate between, like, the two classes, like a new player... They're like, I kind of like both of these classes, but I'm not sure which one I want to play. What would you kind of say to them to try and sway them towards the Maywa side? Um, Maywa's much more interactive and less brain-dead playstyle. Hell yeah, Moose's are noobs. Well, I mean... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but uh, most, most Mooses that have either A, played Maywa before, or they tried Maywa... They've actually messaged me. I've had a lot of messages like this. Like, I just love the Maywa fucking playstyle so much more, and it's 
they I don't have any experience on Musa other than maybe a little bit of pre-awakened stuff, but it's essentially the same as Mewa. But uh, as far as the awakening goes, they they say Mewa is just far more interactive um, and more rewarding. But I will admit, there with obviously the lacking damage trading skills, you essentially have to work more for your kill. So, right. Huh. So Very I guess it just comes down to that. Do you want to feel more rewarded for each kill, or do you just want to like, I essentially feel like you're given kills? <laughs> for for me, it comes down to one of them's ice and the other one's fire, and ice animations just look way better in every game in the history of all game. Disagree. Yeah, I I see. I heard you say that at one point. You said you wouldn't mind playing Mewa if it was fire or something like that. No, no, no I would. I would play. If the Musa was ice, I would play that in a second. And then oh. conversely, oh, right, if the right. striker was water and the mystic was fire, <laughs> I would I would have invested time in the striker. I just do yeah. not like fire animations in games. They're that's just right, that's right, that's what you tired. Said. Boring. They're so boring. Especially the Musa that's... ones. They're all the same spinny fire circle. Yeah. I can see your point on that. It, I mean Mewa has some very graphically pleasing animations, that's for sure. Um, I feel like they could do a little bit more, but I think they're it looks really good. They need a so, ranged ice skill that drops from the sky. That would be amazing. <laughs> no, yeah. what 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 I'm surprised they haven't given Mewa is a free skill. Like she's literally ice. Oh yeah, that's actually kind of funny. Like, why is there no kind of free skill? Yeah. Like you know, she's I'm the just surprised only... by it class in the game that's based a hundred percent on ice and she doesn't have a skill that freezes yeah. that's actually well 50 percent yeah yeah but like I, well, it's yeah. just it's kind of baffling to me that they didn't even think about that like we even have skills sticky snowflake <laughs> i mean they don't do that for a lot of things though i think that would be very cool but like mm-hmm. musa and striker don't inflict like burn on people necessarily with all their fire skills you yeah, know, my- Mystic doesn't inflict slippery, you know. <laughs> I don't know. And thank God, because slippery is broken, dude. <laughs> she doesn't. What's the thing that happens in rain? You it like just... reduces your AP. Mystic doesn't reduce your AP. <laughs> At least I hope it doesn't. No, yeah, they that, so. that might explain well, a they lot of things do. actually. With their magic DP, in a way, yeah, they do. that might explain a lot of things actually. If they did, when fighting a Mystic, you just randomly trip. Right. <laughs> Sl- inflict slippery. Berserkers don't yeah. just cause concussions by slamming people on their heads. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So, being that it's it's 2 a.m. for Rezla, we should probably move on because the last topic is is super important. Um, but we can, since we're talking about Mewa, we can kind of start um, on the Mewa Res if you're ready to talk about BSR. Yeah, for sure. We definitely need to get to it because it's super uh, important and kind of a letdown to me. Yeah. I don't know if you guys share that, but what's the BSR um, for Maywall? Is it good? Is it bad? What is it? Tell us. Well, the the let's start with the the basics of BSR, Black Spirit Rage, what it is. So, right now Okay, fine. I mean, we'll do it your way. Right, right. We've always had 100% and 200% Black Spirit Rage skills which are ultimate of certain abilities, but now we have a 10% version. Every class has a 10% version. 25% version and a 50% version and they all kind of do different things although most of the 50% versions add back skills that were already normal skills in the game but yeah. um 
Yeah, so I, think I they guess just ran out of options at that point. Like, how do we right? how do we implement something new without? Okay, we'll just take we everything away and then give it back. Right. Yeah. Take Best everything away. Deal ever. So yeah, what are the are the are the Maywall? We can start with the Maywall and Res. I'm curious if you tested out all the striker ones, both PVE and PVP. And I I, re- I can talk about the Sork ones. I haven't really tested the the Mystic ones, but they seem fairly lame. But um, so yeah, the Maywall ones. How are the Maywall Black Spirit Rage skills? Um, I'd say if I were to grade them, probably about a four out of five. Oh, that's pretty good. So, I so in terms of what they offer and and damage, it's really high damage. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as usability, I would give it probably more like a three out of five, honestly. Like, cause okay. so, like the keybinds are awkward, and that's the only reason why I'm saying that, cause. They, for some god awful reason, they decided it was a brilliant idea to add two of our uh, BSRs uh, with using right click to activate it. Which, if you know, right click is our chase. So, <laughs> what happens sometimes if you uh, kind of get a little bit hasty on that right click, um, you just start chasing instead of doing your ability. <laughs> so, kind of awkward. And that's on two of our skills, which is the Sticky Snowflake BSR, which is the 10%. Really high damage output. So if you do the key, the keybinds correctly and, you know, no problems there, fantastic. I'm sure it works amazing for you. Um, doing it in live combat can be pretty difficult, though, if you're, you know, not focusing on your key sequencing. Right. Um, so what, the, is it, what does it do exactly? So basically, it just quote unquote increases the range, um, but honestly, we use it in combos anyway, so it's not like it's they're going to be far away from us, right? Um, okay. And it increases the damage like by a ton. I can pretty yeah. close to one shot people with soft cap gear with just that ten <laughs> <Wow>. percent. <laughs> when you when you crit stack, which in live combat is very easy to do, so. Um, the twenty five percent is actually the easiest Raban or not Raban, but uh, BSR to activate. Um, really strong. It allows you to instantly burst someone down. Um, you know if you have the relevant AP. But uh, cloud cloud stabs really strong right now as a twenty five percent. It's definitely viable in a large scale. Um, it's not protected, but uh, the BSR makes it so that you kill someone much quicker, so you're less likely to get CC'd from comboing someone. Because the longer you have to extend your combo that's unprotected, obviously, the more opportunity to be CC'd. So that helps. Um, and it's a really easy key sequence, like I said. So, And then the 50% is Moonrise, um, which they gave us back super armor on it, which is nice. They changed up the animation which was an interesting choice. But it's actually pretty good, um, if used correctly. The problem is this is also one of those skills that has right-click for its activation of the BSR, so... Yeah. Right. Could, so could be awkward weird. if you start chasing <laughs> mid-combo. Yeah. yeah, Zerker has something similar, where our 25% is our Titan Blow, which is like this... Uh, charge up and then the normal version of the skill you charge up this attack and then you do these three hits well the bsr turns it into one thing but the thing is is to do the bsr 
you have to click left click. The issue with that is that whenever you're charging Titan Blow, if you click left click while charging Titan Blow like normally, it'll fire split shot, which is the flow that normally comes after Titan Blow. What? So you kind of have to get it timed perfectly where you aren't going to accidentally fire split shot. It's like a certain window that you have to do the key in uh, before you would normally do split shot. If you mess it up by even a half a second, not only are you not going to use your BSR skill, but you're going to blow split shot. So, Standard. that's kind of annoying. Yeah, I can see that being pretty annoying. Um, um, uh, as far as Zerker BSR, though, uh, two out of five, not super useful. Uh, <laughs> Why is like that? the Titan, I know I literally just complained about the Titan Blow one, but that's actually the only one that's like really good in my opinion. Uh, if you get like a, a stiffen or something like a stun, which doesn't, there's not a lot of those that exist in our kit, but if you manage to get that. Uh, it's really good. It does an absolute shit ton of damage, and it turns the th normally three-hit animation, very long, drawn-out animation, into one single hit. So that's really nice. It is still unprotected, but the fact that it turns it into one hit uh, makes it pretty nice. The Slugfest change uh, puts a lot of CC, actually two of them, on Slugfest, which is uh, nice for Zerkers that don't have a lot of gear and Nodor a lot because it's a nice uh, decently ranged good AoE uh, 2cc ability one at the beginning and then one like at the end basically so it's actually pretty good if you don't have a lot of gear but if you have a lot of gear it doesn't really make a lot of sense to use it because it doesn't do a lot of damage and you're better off just using your 100 so yeah, and the 10% is garbage. As far as striker goes, um, I mean, I don't main striker, but from what I was messing around with, I'd probably give that like a 1 out of 5. Oh, they, no. Oof. They all really? seemed not super good. The only one that seemed like, I can see why this one's pretty good, is the 50%, which is putting the bound back on dropkick. But even then, like, striker ult is such a useful... Like, yeah. ult, just like Zerker ult, it's like, why would you not, why would you opt to use the 50% just to bound a group of people when you can just ult that group of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know if it'd be super worth it, but again, maybe striker mains will disagree. I'm, I'm not a striker main, I just play it casually, uh, trial character stuff, so I, I don't, I don't main it, so. Yeah, that I guess actually, I should have yeah. rated the Maywa one based on the hundred percent. Yeah, would you use any of them instead of the hundred percent? Um, so Maywa absorbing and using the actual one hundred percent in large scale, for example, would probably honestly just be more useful in what a lot of people would actually say. But I can see situational usage for the other three. Um, more or less the Cloud Stab one, and probably not so much the others. The the Moonrise one I need more time to actually practice with and see how it'll work, but I feel like it could help out with some one vx scenarios, especially in large scale, which we find ourselves in a lot. So I don't know. I, I would say for now until I have more testing and practice with it, the one hundred percent absorb is probably just quote unquote best. 
Right. Um, I mean, just like the Zerker, the, the 100% is meant to just kill two or three people, so. So, the Sork ones are, there's a little bit of a debate amongst Sorks about violation until some testing gets done and someone kind of brings up some numbers because the violation one is it's a little bit more damage it's one extra hit on the spin one extra hit on the last slash but it also gives you 10 ap for 20 seconds upon using the skill and reduces the ap of targets you hit by 10 for 20 seconds on good hits and Sorry, actually, that's the 25% version. My mistake. That's not the 10%. The 10% is turn backslash, which is uh, useless. So, <laughs> the violation one, though, is interesting because... And I, I would love to know the math on this, but like, let's say you're grinding Histria or Manchums or anywhere where you'd absorb your 100% every time you have it available to kind of keep your damage up. This violation now... It, you obviously use violation for grinding, so you're going to be using the skill anyway. and with this Black Spirit Rage 25%, you do a little bit more damage just from the skill itself, plus you get to boost yourself 10 AP almost permanently if you're at a place where you're killing fast enough. So that part's kind of interesting. Um, Grim Reaper Judgment is like just straight up like the best Black Spirit Rage skill in the game, probably. Oh, like, God, uh, that skill of, is just yeah disgusting right now. Of the 10, 25, and 50% ones that we just got added, the Black Spirit Rage, or the Grim Reaper Judgment is so, so good. And, like you were saying now, actually, with the the stupid keybinds, they're so bad. Like, some of yeah. them are so bad. The Violation one is super confusing. And the Turn Backslash one also is kind of like, you, I don't know, you, you press LMB as well, but it's like so random. I, I don't know. It's like it just it conflicts with so much other shit, especially on violation. So it's kind of confusing and hard to use. Maybe I'm just bad at it, and someone needs to teach me. But luckily, the uh, <laughs> that's how I feel. <laughs> luckily, the Grim Reaper Judgment one is absolutely easy to use because all you have to do is when you start charging Grim Reaper, like right the moment you start charging it, you press Shift, and it'll cast the Black Spirit Rage version. Instead yeah, at least you've got a little indicator that you actually started the skill with the charge up. Yeah. See, like, the Sticky Snowflake one and the Moonrise one, there's nothing like that, so it's kind of just like, you just do it, and right. if you fuck it up, you're done. <laughs> um, so the damage, like testing, it's just straight up better than a charged Grim Reaper Judgment, and it's so fast, and the AoE is increased, so yeah. I, I was talking with a few Sorks about it, and and a lot of sorks are just straight up gonna lock um, black hole, um, unless someone's running through a choke or a small area or a space, or they're tightly compact. It's really, really, really unsafe to use black hole, and most people can get out of it fairly easily. So I'm kind of on board yeah. with them. Like black I, hole I really died off over the. Over it the did. I, I don't even know what it is that changed exactly because i mean i could see if (laughs) i missed it well yeah once you saw how good the vacuums on other classes were it's like well yeah i don't know so i really really like the new grim reaper judgment the animation is nice the sound effect is nice and watching people's hp dip that fast is nice so and it it has super armor for the entire animation yeah it's grim reapers is really strong right now 
Yeah, that one's good. I hope it doesn't get nerfed. I don't think it will since it's been in, like, this exact version has been in Korea for, like, seven months now, but we'll it, see. It's super, see, like, Grim Reapers used to be, like, that kind of meme for Sork where basically if you cast it, you're dead. Right. <laughs> so now, now it's, it's the like, opposite. shit, now you're playing Russian Roulette with this damn skill. Yeah. Um, have you guys, Rezar, actually tested or seen any of the other ones from other classes? I seen that the Musa ones are actually pretty strong. At least um, the backdash slash, and that's improved their PVE even more. Lol. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as far as the BTB, I mean, it's irrelevant. It's already doing a lot of damage. It does abound now and more damage. Yay. Wizards uh, and witches both seem really good, unsurprisingly. What are the yeah, wizards? Actually, I heard wizards, the same. wizards may be a little bit less so, just because they're 100% actually useful, unlike witches. Like, witch is like, why would you not just use 50% thunderstorm so you can get your CC back on it? There's no reason not to use it, honestly. Right. Plus extra damage, I think it's three more hits, right? Yeah, and then on Wizard, your 50% gives you forward guard back on Hellfire, which is super nice. My only thing is I don't know if you would use that whenever the 100% is, like, pretty good. Right. So it's like, that I don't know if that's exactly what it is. situational things when you need a frontal guard. Also, I think I, I think, I'm not positive, but I think I saw their 25% is Cataclysm, which is like, why? <laughs> Like, why would you make Cataclysm do more damage? That's so weird. I mean, the same could be said about Blow the Bell for Moose, but yeah, now I feel you. Yeah, they should have... I'm, I'm actually torn on that, too, because at first I thought... I, I saw the Cataclysm one, and I was like, wait, why would they put that on a skill? And I actually felt this way about Sork, too. Like, why is it on skills that we already use? Like, the only skills Sork uses is Violation, Termax, Slash, and Grim Reaper's Judgment and their Awakening. So... <laughs> Why is it on those? And then I played on the Kuno, and they put it on Sospri Sonin, and then I was like, "Oh, that's why," because no one's gonna use it on these shit skills. <laughs> it's so bad. the The Kuno ones are absolutely offensive. Like I'm actually offended by the Black Spirit skills they put on that class. <laughs> like it it upsets me to know it. it first of all the lunar dash one is a joke it adds more damage to the lunar dash which every single kuno has just conceded lunar dash is a movement skill that you use to go either towards your enemy if they're really really far away to kind of close the gap but not get all the way to them or to run to the sides or away and they put more damage on it so yay for nothing um and then Sosprey Sonin is just most Kunos save their skill points and put it in pre-awakened skills that are actually good. And then the last one is Chain Crash, which it adds super armor and a little bit of damage, but the skill animation is so slow, and it's the 50%. You would never use that over like Flash, uh, Flash Slash 100%, or even the regular uh, Wheel of Wrath 100%. So yeah, the Kuno ones make me mad. Yikes, dude. Uh, I, I know the ninja one adds uh, float to katana shower, which was kind Yeah, of... which apparently is busted. That's what I've been hearing. Like, in a good way? Yeah. Interesting. Like, Sammy plays ninja. He, doesn't, he said he didn't really like it that much, but 
I mean, they they're hundred percent. They're kind of in the same boat as Sork and uh, well, like where the hundred percent is just not that great right now. So it might be better to use. So one of the things I was thinking about with these Black Spirit Rage skills is it's, and I'm actually kind of curious if you guys feel this way too. Is so when you one v one friends and stuff in battle arena, or even not friends, but you one v one people, most people don't hundred percent each other in battle arena, right? It's pretty rare. Yeah. Or it's uh, agreed upon. Right, or it's agreed like upon. Like it, it's like, it's pretty abnormal to get 100% when you're 1v1ing a friend, unless they're like trolling or a joke, like just last minute. But the 50% and 25% and 10% aren't that way, at least not yet. Like, would you guys be offended if someone hits you with the 50% Grim Reaper Judgment? Nah. I mean, no. I need to get used to it. I look at it this way. I... Any skill that is on my kit mm-hmm. is free to use, essentially. Like ebuffs, zebuffs, anything like that. And BSR skills would be the same kind of principle. Because when I when I fight someone in open world, and I'm trying to defend my damn spot, I need to know how to deal with those if I come across them. So I like it in a sense of, you know, practicing it. But... Um, a lot of people try to make it like, oh, well, that's not fair, you know, whatever. But it, in BA, you're just dueling. It's all for practice. It, there right. is nothing that you're risking. It's not like you're in a tournament. You're not, you know, trying to get your ranking up. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's whatever. Like, if people complain, then that's just silliness. So you don't want to do no pot duels against a Sork BA? Am I going to run into a Sork in open world that does no pots? Duh, most orcs hate using pots, too. <laughs> no. Um, so that, I mean, yeah. that's that's my that's my take on it. I agree, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I still, like, I don't absorb my 100% ever in Battle Arena. I guess you could. I only I do it if I see my opponent do it. I don't really care if my opponent does it. Right. But my, my stance has always been, look, if you class buff, I'm class buffing. You don't want me to do that. If you consume your rage, I'm consuming my rage. You don't want me to do that. If you yeah. ult me, I'm ulting you. You don't want me to do that. Yeah, the It's like up. when, um, so there, there's actually, in some of my videos I used to do this. Um, I do it every once in a while, but I have the AP now where I don't really need to do it. I would fight people that were typically stronger than me in my older vids. Um, I still fight people that are pretty strong now, but, uh. You know, AP brackets and whatnot. But um, I couldn't one combo a lot of people, so what I would do is I would, I would make it quote unquote fair and more reasonable. So like Maywa buff, it gives you attack speed buff, crit buff, and an accuracy bonus. So basically, your hits are gonna hit really hard. Um, so what I would do is I wouldn't use it until I actually got them in a uh, stun lock. So I would do one of my stuns, and I would then pop it because the stun duration is plenty of time for me to pull it off. So I e-buff in between the stun and then combo them and kill them that way. So that was called the the, uh, Nayashi special (laughs) by some of my fellow Maywas. They were saying it is because I was just... They are like, wow, you're being such an asshole using e-buff and z-buff on people. I'm like, whatever. Like, come on. It's just dueling in BA. It's nothing serious. It means everything. So, yeah, You're apparently. wrong. <laughs> I've been totally wrong about this the whole time. Yeah. Um. Well, 
Yeah, Reznor, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that about wraps it up. Do we have anything else? Across the two-hour mark. I think this is a first for us. I Did we did we pass it? We did. We did. We're just barely past it right now. Yeah. It is 2.30 a.m. This is now uh, no longer a podcast, but rather a long-form story. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to take take a rain check on those 1v1s, Nayashi. If you want to do some tomorrow, if you're available, I'd I'll be, be down. Uh, I'll be streaming tomorrow, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll, uh, I can record it, and I'll just kind of throw that into the video, like, right now.
それ以上に育っていくっていうか環境がそうさせてしまうだから今は受け入れられる状況しかないけど。
ぐ新選組を離れて療養した方がいい空気のきれいな場所でゆっくりと新選組を離れるそれはできません<笑>
Wow, look at that. Weren't those 1v1s great? I don't know how many we did, but they were amazing. They were so much fun. I probably got my ass kicked. But uh, uh the poor viewers, there's going to be nothing there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2 hours and they wait for this moment and then they just get nothing. <laughs> Black screen, instant shutdown. But uh man, thanks a lot for coming and and hanging out with us, Nash. Really uh appreciate it. It was a really good time. Uh you know, maybe yeah. we can do it again sometimes. Uh talks about some other shit, you know. Maybe yeah. some some Maywa buffs come through. We'll have you back on talk about them or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you guys having me on. No problem, man. Uh Frosty, you got anything you want to say to the peoples? Um same old same old like and subscribe, you know. Uh, double tap that heart thing on our Instagram. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have an Instagram. Oh, I mean on our Facebook. We don't have a Facebook. So on Reddit. We don't post on Reddit anymore. Alright. Like our YouTube video. Uh, <laughs> did you did you announce the Discord again? Uh, I was about to. Don't worry about yeah, it. Subscribe. Continue, Frosty. Continue. Subs subscribe uh, via your favorite podcast app if you want. We do have that available. That'll be in the YouTube video. It'll be on the Discord. I'll post it in there kind of in the announcements, and I'll pin it in general and announcements so everyone has it. Um, and I'm looking into the iTunes thing, so I'm going to do my best. Uh, I'm going to see if I can't convince iTex to help me with the artwork stuff. But, yeah. 
Uh, also, if you have questions, suggestions, that sort of thing, let us know in YouTube comments or on the Discord, please. We are happy to respond to it. That kind of stuff is really fun for us. Uh, and and that's it. Yeah. And don't and don't make people feel bad for playing Striker and Mystic. It's it's you who's bad, not them. Okay. Unless they're frosty, <laughs> then harass them relentlessly. I'm on a sork, so but, won't won't be. Me. Uh, <laughs> See, look at that. Mystic is such a face roll class, you couldn't even play it for more than like three months before you had to go back to Sork. Face roll class. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be. Uh, what? No, no, no. I was just going to say Sork's easier, but go on. Sork is easier than it's Mystic? It's way easier. It's way You're easier. A damn dirty liar, kid. Oh, my God. That's going to get hate. That's gonna get a lot of hate. There's no way in hell Sork is easier than Mystic. I refuse to believe that. But that's gonna do it for this podcast, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us and uh, listening in on the discussion. Make sure you go check out uh, Nayashi's YouTube channel. Should be in the description down below as long as he doesn't make a liar out of me. Uh, and uh, check out our other stuff. We got the RSS feed now, so you can uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. We got the Discord now. Join that. Discord. Discord. Join it. Discord. The Discord. Join it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. All the usuals as far as the YouTube stuff goes. Leave a like. Leave a comment letting us know your opinions on everything. And uh, make sure you do subscribe because we are no longer posting to Reddit, unfortunately. But that's going to be it for this one, guys. We appreciate you uh, hanging out with us and keeping the conversation going. And we'll uh, hang out with you guys on the next one. Can't wait. Oh,